toward renewable energy, electric vehicles, and, and not just electric vehicles, but across the board. And we don't care how bad this is going to hurt you. We don't care how high gas prices are, food prices, or anything else. We're going to drag you into this electric world where you're not going to have anything but wind and solar. That's the president's position as of right now. Good morning, San Antonio. It's 508 Trey Ware, 550 KTSA, FM 1071, the Trey Ware page, KTSA.com. The Austin American Statesman, KVUE, and the Texas Tribune now showing video. Officers with powerful rifles and shields waited in the hallway at Robb Elementary School in Uvalde for 58 minutes while the shooter was inside the classroom killing children, torturing children in between each shot. There was enough firepower and protection, and yet they continued to wait 58 minutes and did not gain access into that room until many more children were shot and killed. As I've told you from the very beginning, it's just unbelievable, unfathomable to think how many of those children might have been saved had those officers now we're finding out they did have the firepower. Now we're finding out they did have the shields. But even if you put that aside for a minute, the officers were armed. At the very least, they were armed with 9 millimeter pistols, which they still could have gained entry and gone after the guy. One of the first things you learn when you train in a situation like this, and I've interviewed so many people who have trained and trainers in a situation like this is, you encounter the gunman because that takes his attention off of his task. He's on task. He's on duty. And he's killing children. That's his task. That's his duty. Stephen Williford sat in my backyard right after he took out the guy over in Sutherland Springs. And Stephen sat there and he said, Trey, let me tell you something. The main thing that I was able to do, even though I hit the guy, the main thing I was able to do was I got him off mission. That he had gone back to his car to reload and he was going to go back into the church in Sutherland Springs and complete the mission. And when Stephen went outside and shot him, a look of surprise, shock, awe came on the guy's face. Where did that come from? I didn't, I didn't anticipate that there would be any resistance. I didn't think that anybody was going to be there to resist me. After all, a church is a gun-free zone, much like a school. I didn't think anybody was going to resist me, but the minute Stephen Williford resisted the guy and shot him. That took him off his task. He did not. He no longer was he thinking about the people in the church. He he was going to go back in and finish off. No, he jumped in the car immediately and took off trying to get away from Stephen. Stephen jumped in a truck, took off after him. The guy ended up crashing out and killing himself. But the point is, it doesn't matter what you have on you. It doesn't matter what kind of weaponry it's going to be. Maybe not a fair fight. And an AR-15 against a 9mm pistol, you'd have, a, you'd have a tough fight, admittingly so. But at least he wouldn't be focused on shooting children. But now that point is all moot. Now that we learn, no, those guys, those police officers in the hallway, they had large weapons. And they had the shields, the ballistic shields. We're finding out stuff about doors being opened so they could have gone into the classroom. We're finding out that they had the halogen, which is the strong crowbar to be able to tear the door open if, in fact, the door was somehow locked. They, they had the crowbar that fire departments use to get into any door, and yet they didn't. And the question that must be asked over and over and over is why did not the police want to get in there? Why didn't the police want to go in that room? Because clearly to me, the police did not want to go in that room where that shooter was. 
and the police gave him another 58 minutes to kill more children. Now, to the parents who lost their children out there, if their children were killed early on, that's absolutely horrible. But as bad as it is, it's worse when you think that the police were there and could have saved children, the ones that died later on in this man's rampage and spree. Even here now, we're finding out again from KVU and from the Austin American Statesman who and the Texas Tribune who uh, saw the video, we're finding out that they even talked about shooting him through a window. But nobody did. They had a conversation about it. Hey, you can go around the uh, back through where the window is and blow his blanking head off. But nobody did it. Instead, they talked a lot and stood there and talked a lot and stood there and talked a lot. And the question must be asked, why did they stand there and talk a lot? It's very clear they were in that hallway. It's very clear they were armed with the proper armaments to be able to take this guy out. It's very clear that they had the shields to protect themselves. And yet for 58 long, torturous minutes, absolutely nothing was done. Again, the chief of police for the school district, his name has been said over and over again, and he uh, uh, is now a city councilman, if you can believe that. You know, apparently he was trying keys to get into other doors, but they had the ability to get into that one, to go right where that shooter was, and to end it right away. Why did they not go in there? That's the ultimate question now. They did not, they had, they had what they needed to get into that room and stop it. And yet they waited 58 minutes. Why did they wait 58 minutes? Why wouldn't they go in there? Daniel, go right ahead. You're on KTSA with Trey. Good, good morning. I love your show. Um, this is going to sound like a conspiracy theory, but it turns out most of them actually come out to be true. I mean, tell me this was not planned by the powers that be. You know, the president and his party, they're pushing gun control, and then this happens, and then this comes out. This sounds very suspicious to me. And so I'm just going to say it. I mean, they probably planned this. They wanted this to happen because uh, as soon as you put elementary school children in the picture, everybody's hearts changes. Even some gun owners' hearts uh, can't change. So I would say this, this, was, this was planned. And uh, I would just make a friendly reminder to San Antonio that uh, less than a year ago, we were trying to defund the police in San Antonio, and then this happens. So just just remember that in November. Well, I hope you're absolutely wrong, uh, Daniel, and thank you for your call, but I hope you're absolutely wrong about a plan and some sort of conspiracy, and this was something that they were doing. I, I will say that I fully believe, because it's true, that politicians will stand on the graves of children, and they will politicize such an event after it happens, and they will be there to push their agenda by standing on the graves of children. Chris Murphy, a Democrat in the Senate, that afternoon was pushing for uh, more gun control from law-abiding citizens. So they will. I mean, they, they clearly, clearly use these instances as something that they twist and they turn to try to gain political ends against you and me. In other words, gain more power over our lives by reducing our rights, by taking more of our rights away instead of the rights of the people who are doing this. And I blame John Cornyn for that because John Cornyn is, is right in the middle of it. And um, I hope somebody will run against John Cornyn the next time he's up for a primary. 
because he's right in the middle of this whole thing about uh, restraining rights of, of law-abiding citizens. Law-abiding citizens did not do what happened down there. There's only one person responsible for what happened down in Uvalde a month ago. But now we're finding out that the police have some responsibility as well. I hate saying it, but explain to me how else I'm supposed to think about this. The police have some responsibility as well because they didn't end it soon enough. No, they did not. They they didn't kill the children. No, I'm not saying that. What I'm saying is, is they had the opportunity to save more lives, and instead of going in that room, they waited in the hallway with the proper guns and the proper shields and the proper tools to be able to get inside that room and kill that guy before he killed more. Yet they waited 58 minutes while he was in there killing children. 58 minutes. I want. And and they won't do it. We we've asked, and Elaine is is going to ask them every day. But I want them to come on this show right here at this time, and just answer that one. Even if I just got that one question answered, why would you not go in that room? You had the opportunity. You had the tools. How in God's name do you stand in a hallway while a guy is shooting children, and you're listening to him shoot children, and yet you're not going in for 58 minutes? Waited on the border patrol to get there. 210-599-5555, 210-599-5555. Roe versus Wade could be overturned today. Supreme Court, I've got their page pulled up here. I've got the ruling page in front of me. So if it comes out while we're on the show this morning, I will certainly tell you about it. I've got it right here in front of me. The last ruling that they handed down was on June 15th, Arizona versus City and County of San Francisco. That was on June 15th. So they're saying that today and Thursday they anticipate that the Supreme Court will put more rulings out, and if the abortion ruling comes out, we're going to be talking about it. Jane's Revenge is promising a night of terror in America when the ruling comes out, a night of terror. San Antonio Spurs are in the news. We'll talk about that when we come back and take your calls at 210-599-5555, 210-599-5555. Trey Ware, KTSA. Hi, Justin. This sounds very suspicious to me. All right, a uh, couple more calls here at 210-599-5555. Great to have you on with us this morning. And Ernie, you're on KTSA with Trey. Go right ahead, sir. Good morning, Trey. Uh, yeah, I'd like to comment on this blame deal. Uh, nobody's blaming the school, Trey. Uh, the school is responsible for those kids when they, when they go to school. I would get... Did we lose you, Ernie? I think we lost you, man. I appreciate your call. Nobody's blaming the school. Well, yeah, the school has a... Um, incredible responsibility that they must lock that place down and make sure that the children are protected at 24 hours a day. No matter whenever they are there, those children must be protected by the school. So I do. I, I have said plenty about they need to lock these schools down and they need to have armed guards on the uh, on the campuses and they need to say, we will kill you. If you come here, we're not going to stand in the hallway for 58 minutes with our rifles and our shields. We're going to come in the door and we're going to kill you and you're going to die. And uh, we're not going to have children being... Um, well, preyed upon, because that's a, it's essentially what it, what it was. It was, you know, that old saying about shooting fish in a barrel. Those are innocent little children. They have no way of protecting themselves. It's a gun-free zone. It's advertised as a gun-free zone. And the minute we knock that off and start saying this is no longer a gun-free zone, the children are locked up in their classrooms. The school itself is locked up. But if you gain access on here, we are going to shoot you and kill you. It's that simple. We're not going to pussyfoot around anymore. These are our kids, and you don't pussyfoot around with your children, okay? Uh, they're, 
you know, the most important thing to us. Let's start acting like it. We will kill you if you come on this campus to seek to do what. If you come here to harm one hair on one child's head, we are going to kill you. We're not going to stand in a hallway. We're not going to talk about it. We're not going to get a negotiator and ask what it is you want because, quite frankly, I don't give two spits what you want, okay? I'm not going to get a negotiator to come in here and say, what would you like, Paul Pub, baby? No. I'm going to get one person, and it's a sniper that's going to put a, 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 a two, 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 three, or five, five, six between your eyeballs. That's it. Lee, go right ahead. You're on KTSA. Morning, Trey. Uh, yeah, uh, is there any more any talk about where this kid got his guns? I mean, you know, unless he's selling drugs or like Daniel started this morning about conspiracy theory. I mean, this is a like a fast and furious. I mean, I, I like to know where, you know, where this kid got all that money to get these guns. There's something not right there either. Um, I keep bringing that up, Lee, and uh, you're right. <laughs> you're right. There's something not right. Uh, early on, it was my attitude that, you know, he was working at Wendy's and maybe he worked at Wendy's and saved money because he didn't have enough, uh, you know, didn't have any expenses anywhere else. So maybe he worked at Wendy's and saved up money. Well, the more I look at the gear, he had pretty expensive gear and he'd had to work at Wendy's for minimum wage for a really long time or a lot of extra hours, which he could have done. I don't know. Or he could have been supplied that too. I don't know. I don't have any idea, Lee, but, um, Things like that have a way of coming out in the end uh, of all things. All right, Don, there are rumors that the Spurs are going to make a major announcement today about a corporate sponsor. Mm-hmm. And it could be, I don't know. Trayware Enterprise. Well, that's possible. Right. It's a possibility. Uh, or the Ware Arena. Because that's kind of what I'm hearing kind of float through the air out here is that they may be changing AT&T to something else. Have you yeah. heard this? Or adding something. I knew the, the licensing agreement has expired. Yes. And, uh, I, but I, as far as who's taking their place, I have no idea. Well, I, I haven't heard a thing. I, I, well, I've been scrolling and looking at some of the options that they have available to them. Okay. All right, so here we go. Possible re- arena sponsor instead of to replace AT&T, Bucky's Arena. Yeah, I'm all for that. Fred's Fish Fry Arena. <laughs> no one will ever be there, but they're always open. The Only Fans Arena. <laughs> no shirt, no shoes, no problem. <laughs> the Tesla Arena. Hey, there you go. The Spirit Halloween Store Arena. <laughs> <laughs> it's only open in October. <laughs> the Las Palapas Center. All right. Yeah. yeah. Oh, Chris, Elaine, you hear yeah. Elaine? Ah, Everybody's yeah. all about that. Yeah. Here's one that's kind of serious, the self-financial arena. You know how they want to play some stuff in Austin? Yeah. Right. You know how they're going to play some stuff in Austin? Mm-hmm. Self-financial is out of Austin. Right. Are we now connecting the dots? Boom, yeah. boom, boom, boom. Connect the dots. Yeah, 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 yeah. So the self-financial arena, self-financial is out of Austin. The Culebra Meat Market Arena. <laughs> <laughs> The H-E-B arena. That's possible. And finally... uh, they got the Caliente zone there at the hockey game. Well, they used to. I'm talking about. There's no Taqueria number 32. No. No. (laughs) And uh, finally, uh, Bill Miller's arena. Yeah, perfect. There we go. Well, they left out the Big Red arena. Uh, Oh, gosh. Wait, hang on. Let me add that one, too. Put that in there. All right, the Big Red arena. Eddie's Taco House Arena. <laughs> Wait a minute, Eddie's Taco House. Hold on, I got to write this down. Eddie's 
Where is Eddie's Taco House, by the way? Uh, it's over, I think, Alamo and 35. Okay, Eddie's Taco House. Oh, and then there's over there saying Piedras Negras de Noche. Yeah, yeah. Piedras Negras? Okay. Yep. All right. Got it. Okay. Culebra <laughs> Meat Market Arena. That's awesome. My favorite was the Fed's Fish Fire Arena. Yeah. <laughs> Michoacan Arena? <laughs> that's where we <laughs> come to the arena. That's where we bury all of our, yeah. <laughs> our losers. Right. <laughs> You can make people worry and call it the Southwest Research Arena. <laughs> Attendance is conditional. <laughs> Hold on, slow down. I got. I have to write this Southwest down now. Research. <laughs> Southwest Research Arena. I like that. <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> well. Where you get stuff thrown at you all night while you're at the game. <laughs> They're not tossing T-shirts. That's right. The that's, that's not a T-shirt cannon. <laughs> yeah, not at all. Poop, poop cannon. Okay, okay, God, I don't know if we can do the rest right. of the show now. Anyway. And every time you go to get food, it's a banana. Yeah, right. <laughs> so anyway, we'll see. I don't know what their announcement no. is, but I think that's what it is. It has something to do with, I think it has something to do with the arena. New, new I'm not breaking news here, arena. but that's right. what I think it is anyway. We'll find out. Okay. Okay, we come back. Border Patrol agents encountered multiple large migrant groups still flowing across the border. Joe Biden says we are transitioning the entire economy away from gas and oil, and you just have to bite the bullet. In other words, you know, to hell with you, okay? You're going to suffer while we do this transition. And that means, as it gets really hot, you won't have AC and it gets really cold. You won't have heating, and you won't have a vehicle. You're going to have to ride in our electric buses. So we're going to talk about that coming up. Trey Ware, KTSA. All right. Trey Ware, KTSA, 210-599-5555. The Austin American Statesman, KVUE, and Texas Tribune all out with a report this morning. And if you use the old uh, broadcast terms, it would be a blockbuster kind of deal. There's a video that's out now that shows the police officers in Uvalde in the hallway of the school. And it shows them with powerful rifles and shields waiting in that hallway, waiting for 58 minutes while children are being massacred inside that classroom. While the shooter inside those, those classrooms, or the two adjoining classrooms, uh, was torturing those children because he just didn't go in and just shoot them all at one time. He shot one, and then he waited for a while and played death metal rock and roll and then told him good night and shot another one, and then on and on it went. I know it's graphic. I know. I, I don't like talking about it either, guys, but we have to understand. We have to dig. We have to have a conversation about what exactly happened there so that it is never repeated again. And you know what? Falsehood comes out in the light, and the truth shows in the light, and we want to find out what the truth is. So if we got to talk this way, then you know what? We're adults. Let's talk this way. So these children were massacred in that classroom while police officers were out in the hallway for 58 minutes. They stood there. And I have one question and one question only. Why did you not want to go in there? Because it's clear to me, in my opinion, and you know what? My phones are always open at 210-599-5555. Any of you folks from Uvalde want to call me, feel free. But it's clear to me, in my opinion, those police did not want to go into that room. Why didn't they want to go into that room? They chose not to for 58 minutes, even if they did not have all the tools that we now know that they have that they lied to us about at the beginning. Remember, remember all the lies at the beginning. We didn't have the tools. We had to get the keys. We had to wait on this. We had to wait on that. We had to get a negotiator. We, 
And I have sat here through all of this with my tongue hanging out, wondering what the hell these people were up to. Now, I'm sorry if it sounds like I'm being a little hard on them, but I want the, the people, people deserve answers to this. Our children are going back to school. Your children are going back to school in, in less than two months or, or thereabouts. And there's somebody else out there. There's another Uvalde shooter out there, and we better get it right, folks. We better, we better get this right. And it's the the problem is not my gun, and the problem is not your gun. The problem is what happened here. All the screw ups that happened here to allow this to happen. So the video is very clear now. These police officers had the shield, had a high powered rifle. But I'll explain this again because if you're just now waking up, even if they didn't have a high-powered rifle, even if they just had a 9mm on his side and they had the crowbar to break in there, you still break in. Why? Because as we learned from my friend Stephen Williford as he sat in my backyard right after Sutherland Springs happened, the most important thing he did was got that shooter off mission. That shooter was on a mission to kill more people inside that church. Well, a 9mm will get a shooter off a mission. It, you, it may not be a fair fight for you, but you, all of a sudden he has to turn his attention away from killing another child and turn his attention to you. And Yes, can you kill him with a 9mm? Absolutely you can. But whatever. Now we know that's a moot point because, and now we know we were lied to further because we now have the video, as being reported by the Austin American Statesman, KVUE, and the Texas Tribune, the video shows clearly Officers waited for 58 minutes, even though they had the crowbar to break in the room, they had the shields, and they had the rifle, the AR. What the hell else do you need? Anybody? What else do you need? Some guts? Some cojones? Yeah, probably that. Anita, go ahead. You're on. I wonder if any of those policemen, if they had any children or grandchildren in there, I wonder if they would have just stood by feeling helpless and not going in there to save any of those children. Well, Anita, we know, thank you for the call. We know that one of them had a wife in there who had been shot because she called her husband. (laughs) Could wild horses have held you in that hallway had your wife been shot in there? And I'm not speaking, you know, she's dead, but and so I'm not jumping on him. I'm just asking these questions. They even went to the point of talking about going outside and shooting him through a window. Great idea. If you can't get through the door, go around, break the window out, and they said, blow his blanking head off from out there. Well, why didn't you? <laughs> why didn't you go blow his blanking head off through the through the window? You had the tools. You had the equipment. You had the guns. Did you not have courage? Is that what it was? I mean, if that's what it came down to, you, you should say that. You really should. And you, and you really should look for another career. You really ought to get out of that and do something else. Because if you don't have the courage to go into a situation like that, knowing you may die, you might die, it's possible. But you can't stand there for 58 minutes and let another child get shot, and then a few minutes later another child get shot, and a few minutes later another child get shot, when you had apparently, apparently, had everything you needed to get the job done right off the bat. Uh, Julia Hart and her ex, uh, Silvio Scaglia, do do, do you guys know these guys? They're uh, celebrities. I don't know them couple of celebrities here uh julia hart and her ex silvio uh or Sil- 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 silvio scaglia do they ring a bell at all 
Uh, she's on uh, My Unorthodox Life on Netflix. That ring a bell? No idea. Okay. And uh, they, they're, they're divorced. And today, tonight, in fact, they're supposed to have, they're going through a pretty nasty divorce. One of those celebrity divorces. Right. And tonight, they're supposed to have a fundraiser for Frances O'Rourke at their house. And uh, she booked it to have the fundraiser for Beto Francis O'Rourke at, at, at the house. And he's saying no, that he didn't authorize that. The building's management company, per Mr. Scaglia, have been instructed not to allow anyone who is not a resident of the apartment in to the apartment. So they're split. She booked this fundraiser for Beto. The, the old man didn't know anything about it, so he's saying no. So they're fighting back and forth about this. My problem or my question is this is on Vestry Street in New York City. <laughs> Going to have a fundraiser for Beto O'Rourke to be governor of Texas hmm. in New York City? Yeah, that pretty much explains the whole Beto phenomenon, doesn't it? Nobody in Texas wants him. <laughs> They're all in New York and California. <laughs> Beto, why don't you just run up there, big boy? <laughs> just move into either California or, or, or uh, New York. You see what that is? That's the turn Texas blue people that are dumping money into him, trying to turn Texas blue. Right. And he's got more money coming out of California and New York than he does in Texas. Yeah. And there's a, there's a prime it's example. It's happening a lot in the last 10, 15 years for, or so. He, he raked in about $88 million in the and last they, Not just for Beto, but for yeah. You know, oh yeah, they're sending their ringers in here. Yeah. He's, you know what? He's getting rich off of just running, and he's figured out the scam. It's a, oh, to yeah. him, it's a scam because it's a, it's a total. If I just run and say stupid stuff, then they're going to give me more money. Mm-hmm. Eighty-eight million last cycle. You can so. make a career out of running. He's for done it. That's exactly what he's done. Yeah. All right, Brad, you're on KTSA. Go right ahead, sir. Hey Trey, you know the the, the senior cop, uh, the police chief in Uvalde. It really irked me when that guy said had the audacity to say, "Well, I didn't think that I was the guy in charge." If you show up and you look around, and everybody else has got less rank than you do, and you're wearing four general stars or colonel or something like that, then you are definitely in charge. And I, I, when he said that, I didn't know that I was supposed to be in charge. He should have been fired right then and there. And now they elected him to like the city council or something like that. That's just super irksome to me. I, I, I have nothing but contempt for that man. Well, let me tell you something, Brad. He was barking orders when he got there. So if you're barking orders, then yeah, you're pretty much in charge. Except the one order that, for whatever reason, he didn't want to give. And that was the order to get inside that room, whatever it takes, get inside that room and end this now. He didn't want to give that order. All the others he was fine giving. But that one he didn't want to give. Give me some keys. Get me a radio. Get me a negotiator. Get me some shields. Get me some guns. All of those kind of things he was ready to bark orders about. The only order he wouldn't bark is, get in there and kill that man. And if you won't do it, get the hell out of my way because I will. That's the only order he needed to bark. And, folks, according to the Austin American Statesman at KVUE in Austin and the Texas Tribune, they had the weaponry, they had the shields, they had the crowbar. You know what else they had? A whole lot of excuses. And up to this point, apparently a whole lot of lies. Back in a minute, Trey Ware, KTSA. Grandchildren in there, I wonder if they would have just stood by feeling helpless and not going in there to save any of those children. If you'd like to say the pledge, we'd love to have you. 210-599-5555. We do it every weekday morning, 550 and 650. 210-599-5555. Call up right now. It's just going to take you a minute or so to get her done. 
And don't worry, since it's recorded, if you mess it up, you flub it up, we just do it again. 210-599-5555. A British blood donor said he was turned away after refusing to answer a question asking if he was pregnant. The man in his 60s has given 125 pints of blood over the past five decades. On his last trip to the clinic, though, he was told to fill out a form that asked if he was expecting a child or had been pregnant in the past six months. After noting, I'm a male, I, I checked it right here, I'm a male, the clinic staff said, I know, but we can't accept your blood unless you provide an answer as to whether or not you've been pregnant. I'm a male. I'm a, I, I'm a, guy, I'm a guy. I know. Uh, we know that. We, we, we see that. Very clearly, you're a guy, and you checked that on the paper. But, but since men can get pregnant... We need to know if you've been pregnant in the past six months or if you're pregnant right now. All potential donors have to answer that question, and it's all to, quote, promote inclusiveness. Pregnancy is not always, pregnancy is not always clear as to the sex of the person who is pregnant, they say, in the U.K. at the doctor's office. They've gone bat stuff crazy. <laughs> Only women get pregnant. <laughs> Men cannot get pregnant, you fool. If you think that, you're a fool. Only women get pregnant. Only women have periods. Get it clear into your thick, dumbass brain. Only women. <laughs> Men cannot have babies. Ugh, you weirdos. Japan's constitution. Does not confer protections on gay marriage, said their high court yesterday. The court agreed with the government's argument that the purpose of marriage was reproduction. Oh, but two guys can make a baby. Two girls can make a baby. Nope. Doesn't work that way. Need a guy. Need a donor. Need a girl. Need a recipient. Japan, at least there's one country on planet Earth who's not gone stupid on us. Everybody else has gone stupid. At least Japan hasn't gone stupid. The court added the system of marriage serves a greater pragmatic purpose of protecting men and women to bear children and raise them. What? That's the purpose of a marriage between a man and a woman? is to make babies and raise them, says the court and the Constitution of Japan? Oh, they're so old and out of touch with modern day. They don't understand the modern world. The Constitution of Japan goes on to say, marriage shall be based only on the mutual consent of both sexes, and it shall be maintained through mutual cooperation with the equal rights of husband and wife as a basis. So Japan has got it right. Only men and women together can make babies and procreate. That's it. There's no other way for that to happen. Two guys can try it all night long. Guess what? Nothing going to happen. Two guys can try it till the cows come home. As we say in Texas, ain't nothing. You're not going to make a baby. Mm -mm. Make a mess, but not a baby. Now, two, two, two women, the same thing. Not going to happen. Not going to happen. 
At least Japan got it right. Good for Japan. Fire tore through a Texas church on Friday, leveling the building, destroying nearly everything inside. Don had the story yesterday. A cross was left standing. The cause of the fire is still under investigation. The cause of the fire is still under investigation. The cause of the fire is still under investigation. We want that answer back in a minute. Then we see today. Then we see today under Joe Biden. That is Mike Pence, former vice president. He says he's not going to worry about what Trump is going to do. He may just jump in anyway. And then he and Trump parted amicably that they rolled up their sleeves after January 6th and they got to work and they did what they needed to do to finish out their term as president and vice president. He's very proud of all the work and all the accomplishments that they had. A sealed up border, low energy prices, a safe, safe country, a storming and booming economy, even coming back from uh, from COVID. Uh, he had a lot of positive things to say about President Trump, and uh, President Trump has had positive things to say about Mike Pence. I don't think they're going to team up ever again. I think you're going to see a, a diverse field that's going to include him. It's going to include Christy Noem. It's going to include uh, Pompeo. It's going to include Tom Cotton, and the list goes on. I don't know if Donald Trump's going to get in or not, um, but it's also going to be There's my, my president's going to be in there. And that's Ron DeSantis, and Ron DeSantis is already picking up some money, some funding from former Trump funders. Guys that used to back Trump are now starting to back Ron DeSantis because they like what he says. I mean, even yesterday, Ron DeSantis gave a, uh, the governor gave a, uh, a brief talk about Colombia and how Colombia fell to the commies a, a couple of days ago, and he talked about that on an international scale. So he's set up perfectly for this. Nikki Haley, I think, is going to be a part of it, and uh, we'll see who else decides if they're going to jump in and and run in 2024. We've got to get through the midterms first. And we hear all the hype about the red wave and how incredible this is going to be for Republicans and everything in the midterms. Don't believe it, folks. Don't believe it. Don't read your own press. It's a very dangerous thing for you to do. You get a big head, you get cocky, and the next thing you know, you don't show up. And, uh, and, and do not, do not put it beyond Republicans to snatch defeat from the jaws of victory because Republicans have done it many, many times before. No, like I've told you many times on this show, the win in November against Democrats, all Democrats must lose. The win in, most, in November must be so overwhelming, so unbelievable, start, unbelievably startling as to be no question whatsoever as to what the American people say about where we are today. And the fact that they're doing it on purpose. Joe Biden mentioned it yesterday. He said, we're not going to have a recession. He said, we are making this transition right now. And if you suffer, you suffer. Really big deal. Big whoop. We don't really care. You know, we're, we're transitioning away. We're transitioning into electric cars and electric houses and electric everything. And so just deal with it. Deal with it. Deal with the high gas prices, the fact there's nothing on the shelves and so on. Well, sorry, no, Mr. President, we have to deal with squat. You work for us, okay, and you don't tell us how we live our lives. You can go to hell. So Austin, American statesman, KVUE, and the Texas Tribune <clears throat> out with some pretty damning video, 210-599-5555. In this video, it shows police officers in the Robb Elementary School in Uvalde a month ago standing in the hallway, not making entrance, <clears throat> holding ballistic shields, holding very powerful rifles, holding the crowbar that they need to get in the door. The only thing they didn't do was get in the door. 
in my humble opinion, they didn't want to. Now, I have no idea why they didn't want to. That's the question that I have, is why didn't you want to go in? Were you afraid? I mean, it, it could be. It's very possible. There's a guy over there with a really big gun, but you know what else is over there? Children. <clears throat> that he is executing summarily, one by one by one. And those guys waited in that hallway for 58 long, torturous minutes before the Border Patrol arrived and said, we're not waiting for squat. We're going in. And they did. And they shot the guy between the eyes. You don't negotiate with him. There's nothing to talk about when he's killing children. There's nothing to be discussed. We're not talking about the weather. We're not talking about what you had for breakfast. We're going to end your life. We're going to put a round between your eyes, and we're going to put you down. You're not going to be allowed to spend 58 minutes killing children. Now, that is exactly what they did not have in Uvalde that day, apparently. Now, this is according to the Austin American Space and KVUE. I've seen the, I've seen the pictures. And sure enough, those guys are standing there inside that building. And they are right outside that classroom. And they have the shields and they have the gun. But, folks, my feeling on day one was that even if they didn't have the shields and they didn't have the gun, you take your sidearm and you get into that room. And, and at the very least, you can distract him. At the very least, you can get him off mission. I'll say it again. Stephen Wilford came to my backyard right after uh, uh, Sutherland Springs, and he said that's exactly what he did. He said, I shot the guy, and he looked up, and his eyes were as big as saucers. He had no idea what in the world, where'd that come from? Somebody shot me in my side. And then he wasn't on mission anymore. Stephen took him right off a of mission, and he got in the car, and he hauled trying to get away from Stephen. He didn't want to be shot again. Well, that's what you do. I've interviewed a lot of guys on this show that do that training and have been gone through that training. And they say, if you engage the shooter, he gets off mission. And, and we, here's, the, here's the top of all of this, folks, or the bottom of it, if you will, scraping the bottom of the barrel on all this. How many lies have we been told? We were told they didn't have guns. We were told they didn't have shields. We were told that they were looking for a negotiator. We were told they were looking for keys because they couldn't get into the room. We were told this, we were told that, a million different lies we were told over and over and over and over again about what happened there on that day. And now the video, you know, as is always the case, video does not lie. So now that the video is coming out, and these guys, they had that one reporter on KVU, I watched the entire segment last night, that's a television station up in Austin, and... Um, he said he couldn't believe what he was saying, that he watched the video. He's got screen snaps of it. He couldn't believe what he was saying, how for 58 minutes the police just stood there. Why is that? Why? Why for 58 minutes while this man was in that room shooting people? Were you afraid? Were you, you know, what else did, did you need? You had the crowbar to break in. You had the big guns. You had the shield. Certainly, you know what? You had a hell of a lot more than those kids had. You had guns and shields and crowbars and sidearms and who knows now. I mean, what else you had? Uh, so anyway, 210-599-5555. They even talked about going outside and shooting him through the window. That was something I brought up on day one. If you couldn't get in the door, go around outside, bust the window in, shoot him in the head. Why, why didn't you do that? They, they're on video. Well, somebody needs to go around there and break the window and shoot him in the head. Well, 
then go around there, break the window, and shoot him in the head. <laughs> it's just, it doesn't, none of this makes any sense. None of their response. And I'll back it up by saying, with all the lies that they have been telling, that proves it doesn't make any sense. Because every day we've gotten something different. Well, no, they didn't have the guns. Well, no, they didn't have keys. Well, no, they didn't have this. And no, they didn't have that. And here's a video. And yeah, they did. And they had it right away. <clears throat> and I really don't. I'm mystified. I'm totally mystified by the whole negotiator thing. What do you think you're going to talk to him about? And how many children did he kill while you're waiting on some dude, some psychologist from somewhere? Is that the new way we're doing policing now? That's the new policing, right? Defund the police and send out somebody to talk to a school shooter. Hey, how, how's your day going? Doing all right? What'd you have for breakfast? Did mommy jump on you this morning? Did she make you feel what? I mean, seriously, what? What do you want to talk to him about? Anyway, two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. Yeah, I'm very frustrated. I'm angry about this. Um, it, it it's especially. Uh, uh, angering when you think about how they are at this point trying to take gun rights away, and John Cornyn's one of them trying to take gun rights away from law-abiding citizens, trying to take your 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 rights away. When you look at everything that went wrong here, including the fact that this guy said he was going to do it, and nobody did anything about that. And so now what they're going to do, and the new legislation they're thinking they're going to have available next week, they'd like to have a big line one, guys. They'd like to have a big 4th of July uh, celebration and signing of this new gun grab legislation, right? And uh, one of the things that's in there is incentives for people to turn you in to take your gun away. The more people that are turned in, it's the more money the states make. There's incentives, uh, cash incentives from the federal government to turn in their neighbors, for people to turn in their neighbors. So for me to say, hey, Don, you know, he was acting kind of weird. Call the cops. Don's acting kind of weird this morning. I think you ought to take his guns away because he's a, a danger to himself and others. And they go get his guns, and then he's got to prove he's not a danger. That's the red flag law. And it's incentivized by cash. Incentivized by cash. This whole thing was about taking your guns away or at least taking more of your freedoms away when you didn't do anything wrong. The police did. Police did plenty wrong in this. Hey, Robert, go ahead. You're on. Robert, go right ahead. You're on the air. Uh, yes, uh, good morning. How you doing? Today? Doing well. Go right ahead. Uh, yes, I just want to, want to make a comment about waiting for a negotiator. I'm retired military. Uh, I am a graduate of both San Antonio SWAT and uh, Houston SWAT. And I graduated and did the training more than 15 years ago. And we always understood that as soon as the first person that is killed, there are no negotiations. You go in. That's right. Period. Nothing to talk about. And has, that's the tactical, strategic, has, has been on since the first school shooting started more than 20 years ago. Right. Uh, I don't want to play Monday Night Quarterback, but that is that is the norm. Yeah. Uh, thank you. Yeah. I'll, I'll stay out. Thank you, Robert. I appreciate it. No, there's nothing to talk about. There's nothing, you know, he's a cold-blooded killer, and they're killing children and teachers. There's nothing to talk to him about. There's nothing There's nothing that you want from him other than you want him dead. You want a toe ring on him and over at the morgue. That's what you want. Jacob, go ahead. You're on. Thank you, Mr. Ware. Um, I just want to say um, thank you for still talking about this subject. I feel a lot of people are already turning an eye away, and 
it's a very important subject and you know we can't take the lives of these poor babies that were killed but you know the ones that actually have a heart uh, you know we want action and we want change and I feel like uh, a lot of these uh, cops they need to be accountable and we haven't seen any accountability and that's what we need now thank you Jacob I appreciate that very much that's exactly right make their lives count for something make those babies lives count for something and so that's what we're going to do, and we're going to continue to expose this stuff as it continues to come out. And if at some point it may end up calling for the entire police department down there to be fired. I hate that because I love my Leo, but when you're wrong, you're wrong. And you're wrong if you've got the equipment to handle business and you stand in a hallway for 58 minutes while he executes children. You're wrong, and you need to go. Go do something else. Get another job. Drive a truck. I don't care. Work at Home Depot, whatever. But you don't need to be doing police work as as we go through all this. All right. 210-599-5555. Stevens Roofing. Now, Stevens Roofing is somebody that I called originally, and, and now everybody on the radio station talks about Stevens Roofing, but I called them originally to have them do uh, a chimney on my house. And they came out and did the chimney work, and I said, you know, <laughs> you did such a beautiful, beautiful job. Would you consider sponsoring my show? Well, now everybody is talking about Stevens Roofing. That's the same with Alamo Water Softeners and everything else. Don't wait for a cold, wet day. Don't wait for a wet day, even if it's a hot day. Call Stevens Roofing. Get your roof inspected. They do it absolutely free and no obligation whatsoever to inspect your roof. Because this hot weather with the sunshine beating down on your roof, that causes uh, damage too. Just like hail does and wind does and rain does. No, this stuff is bad too, this sunshine, because it dries everything up. Set starts to separate away from the vent pipes and everything. And the next thing you know, the next rainfall you get, you get water coming down between the vent pipes and inside the house, and that's when you got a problem. Your local roofer that's re- reputable and reliable, they've always been your local roofer, that's Stevens Roofing at 210-785-0994. Well, it is going to be hot with highs near 100 all week long. It's 78 right now, KTSA. Good morning. News, congratulations to KTSA on 100 years of service to San Antonio and South Texas. My team is going to be sitting down with the CEOs of the major oil companies this week and uh, try to get an explanation how they justify making $35 billion. (laughs) It's not their fault. You did it, dude. Uh, And you could fix it, but you won't because you've already said why. You've said why you're doing it to us. He's transitioning you guys. You're going through a transition. You're not going to be allowed to buy one of those gas guzzling diesel belching. You're not going to be able to buy those anymore. That's it. He's already said it. He said it yesterday. And you're not going to be able to do that at your home. I had the story last week. Guess what? Those of you who have gas in your home, he wants to get rid of all that too. And I can tell you, man, gas furnace is a big savings. It's huge. And I'll tell you something else. When it snowed, my gas worked. My electricity didn't, but my gas worked. Why? Because I had to gas. Because electricity was depending on solar and wind. Couldn't get either one of those to work. But I sure had gas, and I was able to light a fire, and I was able to cook coffee, and I was able to cook a meal because I had gas. But Joe doesn't want you to have gas anymore. You have to be all electric for everything in your life. And by the way, for your furnace, he's going to make you pay $350, $350 bucks as a fee. And then you'll have to upgrade your furnace. He announced that last week. You got to pay a fee to them if you got a gas furnace. You got then you got to pay I don't know how many thousands it is to upgrade your furnace. This is what Joe's all about. You know what he's all about? Taking more money out of your pocket. That's what this boy is all about. 
is about collapsing the economy of the United States of America. All right, so, fellas, I told you earlier that uh, Spurs got a big announcement, uh, supposedly a big announcement today. I don't know. I don't have any breaking news or insight into this, but supposedly they're going to be making a big announcement today, and it probably has something to do with the fact that AT&T Center won't be AT&T Center anymore. Or maybe it'll be AT&T slash something center. I don't know. I don't know. That, that's, what, that's what I'm hearing anyway. Right. So we've been taking some ideas about the possible names for the, the arena. We, we said H-E-B. Okay. All right. Uh, Chris said Eddie's Taco House. <laughs> I just think you leave it at that. I didn't think you call it the arena, just Eddie's Taco House. Yeah, why not? Why not? Uh, and he said, keep them guessing or make them worry, Southwest Research Arena. <laughs> Come on in. <laughs> you may not leave the same way you came in. <laughs> you may be altered. <laughs> Hope you enjoy the and game. Not, and not in a fun way. <laughs> ah, here's one, the Fiesta Seasonings Arena from the Bolner family. Hey, there you go. Okay. Nothing wrong. Everybody, everybody has some of those spices Darn right. in Richard, their kitchen. Richard, we want you to buy the name, Fiesta Seasoning Arena. I lo- well, everybody... Doesn't everybody at least have the fi- the the fajita seasoning? Everybody yeah. has at least the fajita seasoning, right? right? And then we got all the others. My too. wife has about twenty bottles of different oh. seasonings in the. Oh. I, I don't even know what they're for, oh. but she has them in there. I don't cook without it. In some type of alphabetical order no. that only she's aware of. No, I, I I just throw them in the cabinet when I'm done. I'll find it. Don't worry. Yeah. And then I just mix it all together. No, see, I tried that and I got the stink eye. Well, because. So. <laughs> Well, because when you cook with the fajita seasoning, it's not just for fajitas. It's good on everything. It's just seasoning. Right. Yeah. It has fajita on there, but it's just seasoning. It's just seasoning. It goes good on eggs. It goes good on hot dogs. I don't care. You bring it over here and let me put some on. Some popcorn. It goes good on uh, fajita seasoning. Yeah. Right. (laughs) But you put some on your fajita seasoning. (laughs) uh, We're thinking about Fred's Fish Fry Arena. Yeah. With the underground entrance. Right. Yeah, but you have to put bars around all the windows. <laughs> That's right. Parking in the rear. I'm sorry? Parking in the rear. You said that? Yeah. Okay. Parking in the back. The uh, Spirit Halloween Store Arena. Yeah. All right. So that's a good one, too. That's going to be a huge banner to hang in the front of that thing. Though. Yeah. I flap, think that's right. in the wind. They don't know? even need to take AT&T off. They can just put slap a, that across that the front of it. big banner off the top of it. Right. Calabra Meat Market. <laughs> Did you already say Taco Cabana? I did not say Taco Cabana. Because you could just call it the Cabana. I did say Las Palapas Arena. Right. I did say that. But Taco yeah. Cabana, they could just they could paint it that pink. I oh, think yeah. it's going to be self-financial out of Austin. I think that's why they want to play in Austin. How about Jalisco's number 423? <laughs> 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 and they could put in a drive-thru. <laughs> <laughs> Next door. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> I do. And then you said the Big Red Arena, too. Yeah. All right, so who's this? This is Uvalde on the phone? Huh? Uvalde is on the phone? Wait a minute. Oh, Thank Alan. You about me? Okay, Alan, you're on. <laughs> Go ahead, man. <laughs> Go right ahead. Hey, uh, I just want to play devil's advocate for a minute because I have a real hard time believing that many men were just straight-up cowards. Uh, from what I've seen about that clip that you're talking about, the uh, still shot of the, uh, the uh, shield in the hallway – uh, they say that may have been, if that was a, a shield rated for pistols, I mean, it might as well not have been there at all. It's no good against a rifle. That, But I, but besides that, it was more about the doors being unpenetrable. I mean, they were especially, you know, they were doors designed for that very they purpose. Had the, they, had the halligan tool. they had the halligan tool in their hand to go in. Why didn't they use it? Oh, they had a tool to get in? See, I didn't know that. I just, 
like I said, and, now, and I see that's and, and that's the problem. That's the problem. That's the problem, Alan, is that people don't have all the all the facts in their hands because they have so lied and changed the story so many times, and that in and of itself ought to be a big question mark, a big red flag for folks. Why in the world? But yeah, they had the same tool that the firefighters have to break into such buildings, and they had it in their I hand. And they had it in their right, hand, right. and they could have used Thanks. it to go inside. And and even gotcha. if they didn't have the shield, like I said earlier, Alan, you still go in. Even if you didn't have the big gun, which they did, we now know they had the big guns and they had the shield. If you had none of that, you still go in there because, like Stephen Williford said in uh, Sutherland Springs, you take him off his mission. You encounter him. Now he has to turn from the children, and now he's got to pay attention to you. Even yeah, if you only no, got a 9mm, you shoot it out with him with a 9mm and you die, but yeah. at least he's not focused on the children anymore. No, I agree. I just thought they couldn't possibly get in. I figured yeah. that was the only yeah. possible nope. explanation. Nope. Nope. nope, 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 nope. So now the question is, and thank you, Alan, for the call. Now the question is, why didn't you want to go in? Because that's what it boils down to. Now it's a why didn't you. It's not that you didn't have the tools. Now it's a want. It's a want question. They didn't want to go in there, in my view. It's not that they couldn't. It's not that they were prevented by something. It's not that something kept them from going in. They had the tools. They didn't want to, in my view. Why didn't you want to? How come? I mean, now it turns into a want to. Want. A desire. And I understand you might be afraid. I get it. I understand you might die. I get that. If that's a problem, then you go do something else with your life. You're in you're in police force, police work. But now it comes down to a want. We didn't want to go in there. We had the tools available. We didn't want to. Hmm. All right, back in a minute. Trey Ware, KTSA. Nothing. Nothing. You go around telling lies and now you want to compromise. What you trying to do to my heart? Well, yeah, I'm so anti-drama. 651, Trey Ware, KTSA. So Roe versus Wade could be uh, could come out today. It's possible. The Supreme Court is going to do today and Thursday. So I've got the Supreme Court page open here on my computer. And if they send something down, then I will have it for you this morning. State or the Senate gun negotiators could have their bill by next Monday. As I've told you, they have the nine bullet points in how they're going to restrict more of your freedoms. But they may have the full text of the bill by Monday. They've been talking about the red flag laws. I brought this up yesterday. I want you to, to be aware of it because John Cornyn is the chief negotiator on this, but one of the things that is included in here, apparently, again, we don't know because we don't have the whole text, but apparently they're tucking uh, paid incentives for red flags in this bill, which would mean for every time the red flag law is exercised or the ruling of the red flag is exercised, then somebody's going to make money. Now, that doesn't, <clears throat> that should tell you it's not going to take you long to figure out what they're attempting to do here, right? They're attempting to harass you so much by taking your gun away, and then you have to go prove that you're not nutty. You're guilty until proven innocent. It takes the due process and flips it completely on its head. In fact, it does away with due process, totally. Because you don't have a right at that point. All of, all, all of your due process rights are suspended right then and there. 
And the fact that they're paying incentives to have people turn people in, they're paying the state every time it gets used to turn people in, you're going to have a, it's going to be a god-awful mess. It's going to be horrible. Every time you turn around, somebody's going to be calling somebody on somebody's guns, and they got to turn them in, and then they have to prove that they're mentally sound enough to have their guns. Now, folks, it could be a little bit different when the final wording comes out, but that's what we're hearing is in this thing. Well, that's insanity. That's absolute insanity. It trashes the Constitution of the United States. Oh, by the way, I don't know if you heard this little thing. This is aside from the law that they're talking about releasing on Monday. Uh, but the major credit card firms are, are receiving pressure now to stop doing business with gun and ammo manufacturers and retailers. So they're receiving political pressure, like I guess a Visa and you know all the you know who they are, all the big cards. You wouldn't be able to use your your credit card to go in and buy ammo, or to buy a gun. They want to make that illegal. One of the things that they're pushing right now. Hey, David, you're on KTSA. Go right ahead, David. Good morning, Trey. How are you doing? I'm doing well, David. How are you? Well, I'm doing okay. Listen. Um, we already have cottage industries of leftists who call to harass people, on, whether it be on Facebook or on the phone or if they went to a, um, a pro-woman's uh, clinic. Why do we not think that the first thing that the left will do, Soros or whomever, will hire banks of people to report on other people of course, just because they saw them come out of a gun store or just because there's some kind of marital strife in their relationship. Absolutely. Absolutely. That's the thing. Or, or you know, calling on an ex, you know, hey, hey, he's a danger to me and others, and he's not. And that, right. that actually, to tell you the that, truth, David, uh, where, yeah. where they have these law, these red flag laws already, that has happened. That does go on. Yep, it's just another hole that the Congress likes to dig. Well, of course it is. And, and, and thank you for the call, David. But all it does is restrict our freedoms. It doesn't do anything, not one thing, to prevent Uvalde. Their problem in Uvalde is the fact that the police are standing in the hallway with their guns and their shields and their crowbars to get into the, into the classroom, and they don't have the will to get into that classroom. They have all the tools they need, apparently, according to the Austin American Statesman, KBUE, and the Texas Tribune, and all the video that's out now. The problem in, in, in Uvalde is not your gun. It never was your gun. And to restrict you and your gun is the dumbest thing I ever heard of. To make it more difficult for you to protect your own domicile and yourself makes it just stupidity, utter stupidity. When, in fact, you had a guy that was hell-bent on doing what he did, and when he got there and started to do it, the police waited and let him do it. And the question is, why? Why did you let him go on for 58 minutes? Why did you let him continue? You had the tools. You had the ability. You had everything you needed to stop it. Why did you let him continue to kill little children for 58 minutes? That's the question we all should be pressuring these people to answer. And we shall not rest until we get that answer. Hey, Scott, go right ahead. You're on KTSA. Good morning. I have something that nobody has brought up. I own rent property. If I evict somebody, a tenant, not paying rent, what's going to keep them from 
coming after me said, oh, he's crazy. He threw me out. Oh, sure. No, they uh, could. Yeah. And people need to realize that nobody is safe from this. No. You know, not only that, Scott, but think about an employer that fires somebody. Yeah, okay. All right. So you're going to get turned in if you fire somebody and uh, that somebody wants to get back at you. Fastest way to get back at you is to do a red flag law on you. Sure. Al, go right ahead. You're on KTSA. Yeah, I had an idea of possible presidential setup. I wanted to run it past you. What if Pence run for president? Pence, Trump, and DeSantis get together and decide that Pence run for president and Trump be vice president. (laughs) Al, I love you. Al, Al, I love you. Uh, Wait, we got to stop right there because I got West Bunch coming up. But I I love you, Al, and I love the way you think a lot of times. But there ain't no way that you're going to talk Donald Trump into playing second fiddle to nobody on no ticket on no planet. (laughs) But thank you, Al. Have a fantastic day. All right, so i got to tell you about Arthritis Relief Centers of San Antonio. I'll be seeing them on Thursday. Looking forward to it. Arthritis Relief Centers of San Antonio. If you suffer from arthritis pain, you don't have to. (laughs) Nope. If you've just learned to deal with it, man, it's just one of those things that I'll just continue to deal with it, and I'll continue to deal with the limited mobility and all of those. You know what? You don't have to. Arthritis Relief Centers of San Antonio with a gel injection approved by the FDA and paid for by insurance can help you feel better and can help restore the mobility. Those things that you love doing that you just can't do anymore. It's so hard just to get in and out of a vehicle because you've got arthritic knees. Well, guess what? Arthritis Relief Centers of San Antonio are helping people deal with the pain and the limited mobility and are having a good time. The, the FDA approves this, so insurance companies cover it, and you get a free no-obligation screening. When you mention my name, that's Trey Ware. When you call our friends at the Arthritis Relief Centers of San Antonio, don't put this off anymore. You suffered long enough. Get to feeling better. That's Arthritis Relief Centers of San Antonio. 210-944-4902. Does your room- the 550 KTSA Morning News with Trey Ware appear courtesy of the Stevens Roofing Newsmaker Hotline. It's a good time for the computer to do an update right in the middle of <laughs> doing a radio bit to get the circle of death. And uh, But it's, it's good because we have Wes Bunch from Bridgehead IT on the phone. <laughs> Great time for us to do an update right in the middle of the show, Wes. We should schedule those a little bit differently. Hey, for those who are interested in career in IT, talk to me about it. Well, you know, there's no it's no surprise that there's an overall labor shortage in almost every industry you can think of. Uh-huh. Tech is no different. I mean, it's arguably the most impacted by a lack of still, uh, skilled workers. So, if, yeah, if you're somebody considering a career change or maybe you're in high school or have a child of your own trying to figure out what they want to be when they grow up, you know, I, I recommend really looking at IT, especially right now. And here's some things to think about. You know, the, the IT industry is so broad. You, you used to go to school and study and kind of become a computer guy. And now that's like saying you're a construction guy. You know, if I said I'm a construction professional, that may sound odd. You'd be like, well, you know, are you a roofer or a plumber or an electrician? Well, IT is that way now. There's so many specialties and subspecialties. The sky is the limit. And if you're looking at it objectively, you're probably going to find some area that would be interesting to you and provide a, a rewarding career. Um, you know, one of the things that that I also want to encourage people to think about is is, is kind of looking beyond cybersecurity. I feel like so many IT students that I talk to right now are focused on cybersecurity, and that's great, by the way. That's a fantastic area within IT, and there's a ton of demand. 
But there's a lot of other areas that are super lucrative. And there's, again, huge talent shortages like computer networking, artificial intelligence, system architecture, web development, data mining and data visualizations. You know, all those are are just completely different. And they all kind of fall under the IT realm. And you don't have to be super techie. I think that's the other thing. I hear a lot of people saying, I'm just not a techie person. I don't think IT would be for me. Well, I have a friend that's an artist who is the furthest from techie. He's very right brain. He's in IT, and he's taking data from the techie guys, and he's building these beautiful presentations out of the data. You know, for people that own businesses and they want to see how their business is doing, they can look at these just beautiful maps. And so he's in it. You know, you don't have to be super techie. Also, there's some great degree programs out there from the colleges and universities around town like UTSA and Alamo area colleges, but that's not an option for everybody. And and I want to encourage people, if you can't go to college for whatever reason, to, to reach out to local tech companies. There's a lot of internships where they'll just pay you to learn on the job. Um, also, there's a lot of great certification programs that you can go online and find and do and get within a matter of months. Mm-hmm. And that's really all you need to get your foot in the door. You know, I hire people every day. And at the end of the day, the way it works is this. I have a problem. Can you solve my problem? There you go. The answer is yes, you're hired. And you can find out more from Wes today at Bridgehead at 210-477-7999. Good stuff. Wes Bunch from Bridgehead IT. Where and Rima coming up next, KTSA. The